Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jeremy. Authors of See You at the Campground, a guide to discovering community, connection, and a happier family in the great outdoors. Ten years ago, we bought a pop-up camper that changed our lives and introduced us to the joys of RV travel. Join us now as we talk about where to camp, what gear to bring, and the best food to cook. We'll also keep you dialed in with the latest RV innovations for people in the know. Pull up a chair and join us around the digital campfire. This is the RV Atlas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the RV Atlas. Today, we are back with Bill from A Camper and a Camera and from Disney Image Makers, and I have officially banned myself from saying his last name. Okay, I'm going to keep practicing, and one day I'm going to get it right, but I am just so pumped to have Bill back, and he's going to be reviewing Castaway's RV Resort and Campground in Maryland. And this is another one of these hot, on-trend RV resort campgrounds that cost a lot but really provide a really terrific camping experience. And Bill's going to break that all down for us. But before he does so, before we say hello to Bill, we have a sponsored message from our friends at RV SnapPad. Meet the world's only permanent jack pad. RV snap pads attach permanently to your RV leveling jacks, so you don't have to carry around obnoxious blocks of wood or plastic blocks to level your RV or motorhome. You simply snap these into place and you're all set. I used to carry around four jack pads and have the kids run around and put them in place and it just wastes time and it's obnoxious and it's not fun. RV snap pads actually eliminate that step because they are permanently mounted and they are rock solid. They also help stabilize the rig because they create a larger and sturdier footprint beneath the leveling jacks. And they are back in, sno- in stock. So check them out at rvsnappad.com. Some of the um, models, some of the snap pads for certain models are back in stock right now. So you're going to want to head over to rvsnappad.com and see what they have in stock for you. Bill, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me back on. Well, I'm so excited to have you back on, and I just love following your adventures. You've been getting the RV out quite a lot, and you have been to Castaways RV Resort and Campground a bunch of times in Maryland. Tell everybody where it is. So it's um, it's just outside of Ocean City, Maryland, and it's uh, I would say it, it's actually not it's in between Ocean City and Assateague Island. So if you're familiar with that area, that'll kind of give you an idea where it is. And um, it's just one of those places. It's like a it's it's like a little piece of Key West just up here in the Northeast, and uh, it's it's one of our favorite places to go. Now you have not done Assateague Island State Park or National Seashore, correct? We have. Well, this is my second season with the RV, and we have not done any dry camping yet. So we we haven't, you know, ventured out and done that yet. But we did while we were at Castaways on a previous trip. We did take a ride over there, and we saw the horses, and you know, we went onto the beach and you know checked out the campground a little bit. So we've been over there. We just haven't camped there yet. And you do like resort camping, and and as do we. But that that seems to be your style is to kind of it hit is. up these resorts for sure. Yeah, we enjoy it. This was this was the um I, my wife i wasn't sure about she wasn't sure about rving so what we did originally is i rented an rv in delaware picked it up on my way down and then we spent three nights at castaways so this was the first 
campground we ever went to in a rental RV. And, and this is where we fell in love with RVing and camping. So it's got like a special place in our heart. This is a smart man talking, all you out there listening. If you have a spouse that's on the fence about the RV experience because they don't want to rough it, what a great way to show someone, like, you don't have to rough it anymore, right? I mean, these resorts, you're kind of borderline pampered. And before I hit record tonight, you know, Bill was asking me if I've ever been to Castaways. And Stephanie and I have the bo- and the boys have not been to Castaways because Stephanie always does want to go and dry camp at Assateague State Park. So I'm actually really, really wanting to go to, to Castaways and, and try it out. Do you guys go into Ocean City, Bill, or when you go to Castaways, are you just hanging at the campground? Well, we, we do both. Um, we usually spend our days at the campground. It, it has a bay beach. Um, they have a nice pool. So it's, it's a campground that you can really spend the day just kind of hanging out. But then at night, there's plenty of restaurants and there's the boardwalk and there's amusements and mini golf. So it's a very touristy, resorty kind of town. So at night, you know, maybe we'll go out and get dinner or, you know, we'll, there's go-kart tracks and there's all sorts of stuff to do there at night. So, But we usually spend our days at the campground. All right, let's dive in and talk about the campground. So when you first pull in and check in, what is the kind of the first impression you get of castaways? Well, you you um it, it you, when you're driving in, you're you're running along a little airport that's to the left of it and it's a it's a long two-lane road that you you go past the golf course and then all of a sudden you just kind of drive right into the campground. The road goes right into it. There's no gated anything. You just pull right in and um it's not a big campground, you know, uh, in total, I think they have, oh, I don't know. I would say probably, uh, I wrote it down here. There's, uh, well, you know what? I can't, I can't find how many I wrote down, but there's, there's probably about 300 sites there total. And, um, they're arranged in different sections. And, um, when you first pull in, the first thing you see is a big check-in house. That's got the pastel colors, like you're pulling into the keys. So it's a, it sets the tone as soon as you pull in. Now, is it sort of like lacking shade? I mean, a lot a lot of beach camping on the East Coast is sort of just out in the open, and, and I expect that at this point. That doesn't disappoint me when I pull into a place like that. But is there any shade here? Are you really out in the open in the sun? So this is um, an older campground. It's not brand new, and there are trees on the property. So there are some sites that are actually shaded. There are some that are completely wide open, but... You know, I, I did that review on Carolina Pines, and that's a brand new campground, and there was zero shade. And to me, that was like the newest, latest, um, best sneaker that Nike has ever come out with. It's, you know, the, the best and the newest. This campground is like an old flip-flop that you just love to put on. Totally comfortable. It, it feels lived in, and, and, and it doesn't feel brand new, but it's nice. It's just got a great feel to it. And are you seeing the water from a lot of the sites or are there just a, you know, a handful of sites that are sort of water view type sites? Well, they have the campground arranged in um, sections. So two of the sections are what I would consider like waterfront sections. And then the bulk of the campground, you really can't see the water from it. And um, but it's not a long distance to get to the water. All right. So what else do we need to know about picking a site and what are the individual sites like themselves? Pull throughs, back ends, a variety. Okay. So the the campground has very few pull through sites and there are eight pull through sites in the entire campground. So the 
the bulk of them are, are all back insights, but there's there's four different sections in the campground. The the main like section of the campground that has the most sites, it has 225 back insights. They're gravel sites. They're all fairly level, um, but they're you know they're nothing special. They are just back in campground sites, full hookups, you know, 50 amp service, and uh, they're just arranged in rows. And uh, that's like that's the bulk of the campground. You'll find the camp store here, the pool. They have a mini golf course that they just built. There's a basketball court, um, a little dog wash station. They have, um, you know, an outdoor bar. So this is like really the the hub of the campground. Now, and, uh, you love this place. And I'm thinking in my mind, like we love the Chesapeake Bay KOA, really okay. love the Chesapeake Bay KOA. But the sites are just not anything special it sounds like that's what's going on here it's like you're not going here to get this amazing rv site not in this section so the the i've been to uh the chesapeake bay koa and the sites are very tight there and there wasn't a lot of room and it's wide open at castaways is the sites are bigger than that and they do have shade and there is a little more vegetation and landscaping than a, a place like that where it's just flat wide open like a parking lot gotcha all right. Anything else we need to know about picking a site or which sites yeah. are the best? So there's there's so the, the main section is like that, but then there's two sections that are by the water, and the one that we like to stay in is called Island Oasis. The sites are not huge in this section, so if you're over 35 feet, you may not want to stay in this section. This is the area that's right by their Bay Beach and the Tiki Bar, and this is where it really feels like you're beach camping. Um, our site was actually the third site from the beach the last two years. And it's great. I get up in the morning and just within you know 10 seconds, I'm standing on the beach looking at the water. So next to that section is um, a section called um, the Landing Club. Now, this section is a it, it's very strange because it's a gated section inside the campground. So you have to be staying in this section to actually, you know, be able to get in there. You can walk into it, but you can't get a golf cart in and you're not able to um, drive, you know, any vehicles in there. And these sites are big, spacious sites. Um, any size rig will fit in there. And they each site actually has a separate driveway for your truck. And they also, a lot of these sites have views of the water. There's a fishing pier, and there's also a private pool in this area. Just for the campers in that area. Just for the campers in that area, yeah. Nice park. I, I imagine those are pretty expensive sites. Yeah, I mean, the, the I mean, if you want to, you know, the sites in that section, they go for, you know, depending on, you know, how many people you have in your party, they start at like 145 and they can go up to 170, 180, depending on the time of year. Now, you've been here several times. You like this campground. Would you want to stay in those sites one time for a special treat or do you not really feel the need to jump up to that level of site? If I had a really big, uh, like a fifth wheel or a big uh, class A motorhome, this is where I'd want to stay because it really gives you a lot of room. Um and, you know, maybe if you have a, a big family and you want some room to spread out chairs and things like that, you definitely have more room on the site. But I don't like this section because it's not right near the beach. It's a little bit of a walk to the beach and it feels separated from the rest of the campground, which is it's supposed to. But um, I kind of like being in the mix where there's a lot of people around. Now, as a photographer, I'm picturing you, you know, you mentioned waking up early and I'm yes. picturing this kind of being like a really cool place for you as a photographer. Well, it's great because the sun comes up, uh, you know, 
right over the beach there as you know off to the left when you get up in the morning so you can get up there and i go out on the beach they have a pier that goes out into the water and you can go out there nice sunrise pictures it's uh it's it's very calming it's a beautiful you know it's just a, a great way to to wake up in the morning and I want to remind everybody at the RVAtlas.com, if you just go to the website and check out the show notes for this episode, we will be very lucky to have some of Bill's awesome pictures from this campground so you can get some nice visuals. We're going to come back in one second. We're going to talk a little bit more about amenities and the cost and the ease of booking. But before we do that, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Blackstone. Blackstone is the original outdoor griddle. With millions of Blackstone sold, they are changing the way that America cooks outdoors. Blackstone lets you cook everything you can cook on a traditional grill and a thousand things you can't. Do you want an incredible breakfast? How about lunch or dinner? The solid steel flat top infuses the flavors. And you've got enough surface to cook for the hungriest army. This summer, pick the accessories that are right for you. I love my Blackstone griddle caddy. I throw in all my spatulas, all my spices. It's really nifty. I keep one in the RV separately, and I have one at home. I'm not embarrassed to say it. There's a Blackstone for everybody, and if it's not a Blackstone, it's not a griddle. Cook anything, anytime, anywhere. Head over to blackstoneproducts.com to see their complete lineup of griddles and accessories. So, Bill, let's dive in a bit more. Give us a, a bit more detail on the amenities you said tiki bar before. I want more. Yeah. I want more information. Okay, so uh, during the summer, um, every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, they have live bands at their tiki bar. It's called the Jack Spot, and it's a it's an adults only area on the beach. It's off to the right, and there's a there's a full bar there. There's tables to sit at. And um, it's like a fenced in little area there. And they have a stage and they have mute live music uh, during the day and at night. Uh, so it's a it's a very cool spot to hang out. And if you don't feel like sitting in there, it's loud enough where you can just pull a chair up on the beach and, you know, hang out and listen to it. So that's that's a cool perk to have at a campground like this. So you can you hang out you meet people. Um, and uh, the, on the other side of the beach, they have a water sports rental um you know, like little shack there where you can rent jet skis. Um, I think they even have a pontoon boat you can rent. They have stand-up paddle boards and kayaks. Um, so that's, uh, you know, that's great. And the, the beach there, the water is very shallow. So there's a sandbar, and it's um, it's a really great beach for, for kids and families because the water never gets deeper than waist height. And actually, at the further you go out, the more shallow it gets. And when you're on the sandbar, at certain times of the day, if the tide's low, the, the sandbar is actually out of the water. So people bring their chairs out into the water and they sit there all day. Um, it's a really great place. And if you have a dog, they have a separate beach for the dogs. And uh, this is a this is great. I mean, we don't have a dog, but I just love sitting there. And, you know, my kids love watching, you know, 15, 20 dogs, you know, just running around in the shallow water. It's a lot of fun. What a wonderful campground for dog owners. And again, Chesapeake Bay KOA has that kind of dog beach. Massey's Landing has that kind of dog beach. It's something you're seeing in these East Coast RV resorts. And, you know, over 50% of RV owners do travel with a dog. And to have an area where your dogs can run around and get wet like that is beyond awesome. Now, you, yep. men you mentioned the Tiki bar but you also mentioned you know kids and families and and does the campground do a nice job of being a fun place for adults to go who are maybe hanging without kids while simultaneously maybe being a nice place for a family to bring young kids does it does it strike that balance 
Oh, definitely. I mean, this is definitely a family campground. I mean, it's it is filled with kids during the summer. And the like I said, the, the shallow beach is really an attraction for parents because you don't have to worry. It's not like at the ocean where the water's rough and, you know, you, you, you got to watch your kids, you know, really closely here. Um, it's great. The, they're in the water. They play. They have a nice pool here. But during covid, they you have to sign up for uh, like hour long blocks. But uh, the pool is there. They have a little split, uh, like a very small spray park for the kids. Uh, that also wasn't open uh, during the pandemic. Um, they just built a, a small nine hole mini golf course. They have a nice basketball court with like a sport court. And um, they have a lot of activities for the kids. There's there's, you know, things going on. It's not like a Jellystone, but they definitely have a schedule of activities with um you know, like an activities director. So it, it's, and there's, there's a nice little playground there also. But the, the the main attraction here really is the beach. I love, and Stephanie loves, uh, a bay beach for young kids. So for our listeners out there who want to do, you know, an East Coast or a West Coast RV vacation, and you want to be on the water, if you're directly on the ocean, it can be rough, and it's not always the best environment for little kids. I'll never forget camping at Assateague State Park, and I went swimming with my three boys, and I was a nervous wreck the whole time because the water yep. was a little rough. Whereas at the Chesapeake Bay KOA, you know, the Bay Beach or this Bay Beach at Castaways you're talking about, it's a relaxing environment if you have little kids. So consider the Bay Beach over the Ocean Beach if you've got the little ones. Now, Bill, is the is the food good here? Are the beverages good here? I mean, is this a nice place to have a meal as well? Well, they don't really have a they don't have a restaurant. So inside the camp store, there is I guess you would call it like a a grill window sort of, you know, it's like a, it's called the Bay Breeze Cafe, but you can have, you know, food uh, delivered to your site or you can go in there and order. I I believe they do breakfast and, you know, lunch and dinner. It's, you know, sandwiches, pizza, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, to be honest with you, we didn't order anything from there. Um, we did get ice cream at the, uh, they have an ice, a separate ice cream shop that's also attached to the camp store, but around the other side. And it's, it's an actual ice cream shop. You can go in, there's seats inside and, um, you know, that was great. So yeah, you definitely can get food and drinks here. If you, uh, you know, you want to take a night off from cooking or, you know, whatever it's, you can definitely do that. Now you had a really nice site. So how long in advance did you have to reserve that site? And, and what is a rough price range? I'm guessing they have the dynamic pricing again, where it's, yes. it fluctuates, but any, any info there would be helpful. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, the way they used to take care of this was if you were staying at the campground, you could rebook that site for the following year. And a lot of people did that. And over the last three years, we've done that also. So we've gotten to know our neighbors and the campers around us because everybody's there at the same time, which was actually kind of neat because you knew who was going to be there when you were there. But they've changed that system now and they've they've changed their online reservation system. So now the way it's going to work is um, you can only book, I think it's 270 days out from your check-in date. So if you, you know, you'd have to and if you and if you look at their map and there's a site you want, you're going to have to be on the phone at 270 days from your check-in. I would imagine, you know, to try to get the site you want. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a campground that sells out many weekends, and in the summer it was completely packed. I mean, there was a site here and there, but um, it's definitely a campground that's um, in demand. So it's not one of these places where you're you're going to just grab a weekend spot. You know, like. A week or two before. Well, and I know some people hear the prices for these campgrounds that are well. you know, charging 100, 110, 120. But I mean, the reality is, whether you like it or not, they're selling out. 
And yeah. you know, there's a demand for this type of camping, and people are willing to pay that price point. So you're going to see you're going to see more and more campgrounds like that. One concern I have is is moving forward in the future that you don't see any more new mom and pop campgrounds that are fifty and sixty dollars a night. That that the only new entries into the campground marketplace are just going to be these resorts, and some people they might be yeah, yeah I, some I mean, people might get, might get priced out of camping. Well, this is a this is a Sun RV resort and. Um, you know, they, they, they built Carolina Pines. They own Frontier Town, which is right down the road from Castaways, and they're not cheap to stay at. So for, as far as pricing goes, so in the, in the main section of the campground where it's back in with a gravel, you know, base, you know, just a basic camp site, they start in the summer at like 125. And the section where I was staying, um, I paid, I think with once the they charge for children, so th- that's another thing that you have to look at. So, so the the site might start at one twenty five, but then for every additional person on the site, they charge eight dollars. So, if you have three kids, you would pay eight dollars three times on top of whatever the base rate for the site is. So, it can get very expensive. So, th- that landing club where they start at one sixty five, and now you're adding if you have three kids another twenty four dollars onto that, you know. You're getting close to two hundred dollars a night for your site, and dry camping in Estic State Park. I think is about thirty bucks a night. Bell, so yeah, you do yeah. Have, you do have options. What I'm saying is like the middle could kind of disappear. So we've got yeah. so, we've got some more um, info from Bell, and we've got a nobody's perfect something that could be improved here. But before we wrap it up with Bill and our review of Castaways, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Jayco. There are a few lessons that RVers learn quickly. Things aren't always easy. There's always some work to be done and a helping hand to be shared. A little dirt never hurt, and the forecast doesn't always cooperate. But the most important thing that RVers ever learn is that a bit of resilience goes a long way. Let's lead the charge back together. RVers were built for this. Jayco was built for this. To find out more, visit jayco.com slash built for this for comeback related news and advice. And I've actually been doing a blog series there myself um, over on Jayco's Jayco Journal on their blog. Um, some just good blog posts about traveling during this kind of wild, crazy summer of 2020. So, Bill, before we do the um, Nobody's Perfect, is there anything that we missed, anything that you want to mention before we wrap yeah. it up? Yeah, there's actually there's 51 cottages that I didn't mention um, sprinkled throughout the resort. So there's a there's a, a in the main section of the campground there's 37 uh, in the 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 club castaways there's uh, six of them and then in the island oasis area there's another eight or nine of them and they vary in price between 315 and 340 dollars in the summer and if you're going in the shoulder season. They range from between like 200 and 250. So uh, if you don't have an RV, you can definitely camp here, you know, or if you want to go with friends that don't have an RV, you can get sites across from each other. And I imagine that's in line with hotel rooms in the area. And you're probably really in a nicer environment than a lot of the hotel options. That would be my guess. Yeah, probably. I mean, we've stayed in Ocean City, which is, you know, around the corner, maybe five minute car ride away. And you know the hotels for a basic you know hotel would start around two fifty and go up from there like the holiday inn in Ocean City on the boardwalk is well over four hundred dollars a night so you know it's it's definitely um you know in line with that 
and they're nice. They're, they're little, you know, it's like your own little house. Sun RV does this well. You know, I mean, for those of you out there listening that are interested in resort style camping, maybe you don't have an RV yet and you want to try some cabin camping, you know, Sun RV definitely has really nice accommodations in, the, in those categories. All right, Bill, nobody's perfect. We know you love castaways. We know you're going to go back again. But what is something that they could improve? So they could improve on their phone system. It was almost impossible to to get in touch with someone before our reservation. Now, with the the way the summer has been with um, COVID and scheduling and things like that, I actually had to cancel a few days at the end of my reservation because of um, my daughter's graduation was getting moved around at high school. So I, I, I literally could not get in touch with anybody uh, to change the date. I actually had to wait until I checked in to see if I could take off those two days at the end of my reservation. So their reservation, their their phone system and a lot of other campers were saying that they were having a hard time or just they just could not get in touch with anybody at the resort. So it's uh, I don't know if that's uh, because of covid or, you know, it, it's something to do with their system. What happens is you get thrown into a Sun RV system. So you're not actually calling the campground and you're, you're put into a like a queue with other, you know, Sun RV resorts. And when the person finally does answer, if they do, they'll ask you what resort you're talking about. So I don't know how many calls they're fielding from all their different resorts. So uh, I think this could be improved on. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds sounds like it could. Now, did were they flexible with al- allowing you to cancel at you know, a couple nights at the end of the trip? Yeah, they were. They were great about it. It was no issue. And I was able to actually add a golf cart when I got there. They had, you know, so they're, 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 the people at the resort are great. And um, yeah, they were very flexible with everything going on this summer. But, you know, I was nervous about it. And there were other campers also that, you know, had questions and wanted to change things and see if they could rent a golf cart for the trip. By the way, they do rent golf carts. They're $55 a night, just so you know. That's actually not that bad in the grand no. in the grand scheme of things for a golf cart rental. Yeah, but to be honest with you, in this campground, uh, I don't. You don't necessarily need one. There, I mean, there are plenty of golf carts around, and a lot of people rent them, especially if you're not close to the water and you want to bring like floats and you know all your beach stuff up to the beach. Then a golf cart might be something you want to get. But uh, where I was camping, I definitely didn't need one. All right, Bill. Thank you so much. Tell our listeners where they can follow you both your your disney photography and your rv photography well uh we have our uh, instagram um and facebook pages for our disney photography it's called disney image makers you can just search that and our youtube channel is also called disney image makers if you want to learn about photography um my partner eric and i uh we've been you know we've doing tutorials and all sorts of the you know photography uh, related videos and then i just have a fun rv uh instagram account called a camper and a camera beautiful photography some really cool drone photography and i want to emphasize too if you're interested in photography you want to follow bill even if you're not interested in disney and your youtube content at disney image makers is great general interest photography stuff whether you care yeah. about disney or not i mean if you want to learn to be a better photographer definitely check um check all bill's stuff out there so bill where are you guys going next well we are actually without the kids now my wife and i are going to massey's landing next week 
I'm jealous. I'm just yeah. a little bit. I'm, I think we're going to end this now. I just, I'm <laughs> jealous. We haven't done Massey's in, I think, a year and a half or so. We, we didn't get Massey's in this summer. And I, that's another one too. I love Massey's. Don't love the sites there necessarily, but overall well, that, that, love I mean, the experience. Yeah. Castaways is very similar in like the size of the sites and, um, the, but there's definitely more shade and it's a more grown in campground than that. But, uh, I, I'm looking, I mean, you know, I know you don't get a chance to go without the kids, but my kids are, you know, 17 and 15 and they're at that age where we're kind of dragging them with us now. Like they're not exactly excited to go. So um, the fact that they're staying home and we're just going to be able to go the two of us, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Well, you guys have a great time and we will see you at the campground. A big thank you for listening to this episode of the RV Atlas. And a big thank you to our sponsors. They provide great quality products and resources for RVers and also support the production of this show. We personally believe in them and are happy to share our favorite products with you. You can find blog posts and links with everything mentioned in this episode over at thervatlas.com. And you can join the friendliest group of RVers over on Facebook in our private RV Atlas group. And as always, we'll see you at the campground. See you at the campground.